Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I am back. Rudrance for Black and White Sports 2. Let's talk about the XFL and their ratings. The XFL ratings have come out. They have dropped a little bit. In my opinion, honestly, they look kind of respectable considering the network that they have been jettisoned to. On the scheduling, in fact, uh, while I'm doing this, I will just pull up the XFL week four schedule. And don't worry, we're getting to the ratings. No problem. Nothing to see here. Please move along. Just uh, wait until this video's over uh, to do so. Let's see. I'm trying to find week four because I just want to see where everything is at. Week four. FX. FX, ESPN2, I can't wait for that Arlington-St. Louis game. ESPN2 for Vegas Vipers and D.C. Defenders. Uh, So, anyway, uh, it makes such a difference in the conversation that we're going to have as to what network this thing's going to be on. And the XFL, after the ratings come out, They have made some scheduling adjustments, and they have now elevated three of the games on their scheduling. Don't worry, I will give you the actual numbers as well. ESPN is elevating three upcoming XFL telecasts to more traditional networks as viewership continues to hover in the six figures. i got to be honest, there wasn't much of a drop-off in the actual ratings, though. If you look at them, The drop-off was very little. ESPN announced Tuesday that two XFL games originally scheduled for FX have been rescheduled for ESPN or ESPN2, and a third game for ESPN has been moved up to free network ABC. The first of those games is Houston and Seattle a week from Thursday which moves from 9 p.m. Eastern on FX to 10.30 p.m. on ESPN. Seattle-Orlando, March 25th, moves from 1.30 on ESPN to 1 o'clock on ABC. You just gained yourself 300 to 500,000 viewers moving that game. Finally, Houston and D.C., March 27th, Moves from FX to ESPN2 with a game time remaining at 7 p.m. Eastern. The move comes on the heels of the weekend in which FX carried three of four XFL games. Week three of the season averaged 571,000 viewers across FX and ESPN2, down 13% from week two on FX, ESPN, and ESPN2. 
Sunday's St. Louis D.C.'s game was the most watched of the week with a .36 rating and 665,000 viewers on FX, making it the network's most watched game this season. In other words, fans are kind of starting to figure out there's games on FX too. The Orlando and Arlington led the rank, ranked second for the, or was ranked second at, for the week, 550,000 viewers. Rounding out the week, St. Louis Houston drew a .32, 543,000 viewers on ESPN2 Sunday night, and Seattle Vegas at with a .29 and 528,000 Viewers on FX on a Saturday night. Yes, I am tired. It is late. In week three of the prior XFL, game has averaged 2.01, 1.91, and 1.47 and 1. Those are all million. But they were also on Fox, ABC, ESPN, and FS1. So they were all on elevated networks except one. Of those games. In week three of last year's USFL, two games broadcast on Fox averaged 1.14 million and 825,000 viewers. While a game on USA, USA Network. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Chipped in. Just 292,000 viewers. One of the Fox properties were sold to Disney in 2018. FX has not carried live sports with any regularity since the 2000s when it occasionally aired MLB and NASCAR events. So there's that. But let's go over, let's actually look at the numbers themselves. When we scroll up to pro football here, uh, where did I see actual, they called it pro football. Where did it go? Uh, oh, okay, right here. Right here. Uh, well, it beat the living hell out of uh, the Underwear Olympics. It beat the NFL Scouting Combine handily, frankly. Uh, 200,000 viewers, and that was uh, the lowest XFL game. It also whipped the shit out of a lot of Premier League, whipped the shit out of MLS soccer, whipped the shit out of MLB spring training it beat three nhl games um women's collegiate gymnastics it destroyed that uh good god it beat probably 25 college basketball games a bunch of nascar stuff lost to the xfl uh quite a bit of golf stuff on the golf channel Lost when you started getting the NBC, there was no chance. And of course, the NBA also beat it as well, except the XFL did whip NBA TV 
against Miami and Philadelphia. Uh, so that gives you an idea of where it stands in the realm of things actually sports-related. When you look at it versus other sports, the XFL is doing okay. It is. Uh, I'm not trying to be over over positive about this league, too. I want the league to make it, but I understand they do have to have viewers. But I also understand how big of a difference it makes, and we talked about this last week, of them having games on actual ESPN and actual ABC, with ABC being the true ratings grabber. That's going to be the one where you're going to get into the millions or over a million viewers because you're airing football on free over-the-air antenna TV that even to this day still reaches many, many more homes than ESPN. And frankly, ESPN reaches many more homes than FX and ESPN too. So it absolutely matters. Platform matters. I was shocked. I was shocked that the XFL was being regulated to FX so quickly. Okay, and I think that was planned. I think it was on purpose. And honestly, those are pretty good ratings for FX too. Uh, So I don't know that this is being looked at as a complete failure. There's a supposed television agreement through 2027. But that's only if this thing is going to draw actual eyeballs. I mean, that, that's a fact. Now, if you compare it looking back, week three, USFL last year, a USA Network game, 292,000 viewers. So by comparison, an FX XFL game whipped the shit out of that week three USA Network game. But the U- USFL had those games over on network television, and they drew bigger ratings. That's just how all of this works. This this league and the USFL will only make it as long as the television providers are willing to continue to allow it to be on television, that they can watch how the, the cost of the league, and there's you know they're expecting thirty thousand fans at the St. Louis Battlehawks game this weekend. So I cannot wait till we see the overall attendance numbers. You know, first thing Monday morning when I do that video. Tell me what you think. At least they're catching on to the fact, hey, we need to move some of these games back to more elevated platforms that are available to begin with in more homes. Peace, I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.